All right, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. All right. Uh, let me start the show by doing this. Uh, I hate you, and I'm going to tell a joke. Okay. Uh, tell your silly joke, and then tell me why you hate me. Okay. Uh, only, yeah, I know, I, know, I know the reasons. is because I'm handsomer, smarter, taller, stronger, yeah. faster, better. But <laughs> you should tell, tell the, the listening audience why you hate me. Okay, I'll, I'll 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 try to come up with some reasons because you know <laughs> you're like you're like the most perfect being on the planet. I can't think of nothing that annoys me about you. So. Oh, I'm not perfect, but close. Oh, oh, you're close. <laughs> you sound like you sound like those women on social media who try to compare themselves to that uh, video I sent you. Oh. I know I'm a ten, and then you show no, no, no. That's a ten. What I just sent you. That's what a ten looks like. Not you. You're like a four. I, I know you're not a fan of Kevin Samuels, but I do miss his bluntness, and you cannot deny he was 100% right about that kind of shit. You know, it's funny. After he died, I started to watch his stuff and other people's stuff that were similar to him, and although I do still think that he was a he was at minimum buy, uh, I, 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 I started to appreciate some of the things that he was saying because so many women have an overblown view of themselves. One, they're all, most a lot of them are self righteous, and the worst part about it is, and I don't know where this comes from, but they never can admit that they're wrong. They either change the subject, or just get angry, or just or, or they hit you with this one. Well, I feel like, so, oh, no. I feel, I, I uh, feel. What does I, that have to do with it? You're wrong. I don't care what you feel. Here, here's the phrase you've probably heard. I feel as though. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Insert yeah. argument. Yep. Oh, yeah. No matter right, how, how factual you are, I feel as though. Yep. All right. Here's the joke. Uh, now, I talked to my brother. As you know, I tried to hide what my brother does, but I've been unsuccessful. My brother is a federal agent, yeah. and uh, he works for the <sighs> Yafi P tribe. I don't know. It, I Stephanie told me not to say this word, but it just... It's a dumb name. I, I don't care if it's here if it's an ancestral name. It just sounds stupid to me. Anyway, he, uh, he, he works there, and I asked him, I said, I said, man, would you join, would you leave that tribe for Bill Cosby's favorite Indian tribe? He said, what? I said, if, they, if Bill Cosby's favorite Indian tribe paid you more money, would you leave? He said, I didn't know he had a famous, favorite tribe. He does. It's called Arapaho. Oh Jesus! I get nothing. Yeah, that was that wasn't your best work. Oh come on! <laughs> Not even a chuckle. Uh, it was uh, it was low hanging fruit. I if you would have went with an actual tribe that sounded similar to that, I would have gave it to you. But that one was just a little too a little too on the nose. Yeah, boo! Hey, they can't all be home runs. Yeah, yeah. Like I watched Bill Burr special <laughs> in the first. Part of it was a little preachy. And yeah. Then, then it got really good. It just made me laugh hysterically once he started getting in like the mushroom stuff that he talked about was fucking hysterical, even though it was really sad. But okay, we're throwing we're throwing out all the structure then. We're just going right to what we've been watching. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Now here, here's what I want to do. I want to do my dying story, my recent uh diagnosis on my back pain, a movie that I saw the title for that I'm gonna watch today. Uh, the soon-to-be elimination of gay and interracial marriage, uh, my incident with praying in public when I was in grade school, 
a friend of mine who got who kicked get kicked out of outdoor school and Vince McMahon scandal. Well, we might get to some of that. Oh, I know we're not going to get to all of it. I know how long this goes, but I'm just saying those. That's what I have on my to do list. All right. Well, go ahead and please let me know what your uh, what were you wanted to start with. Okay, my dying story. Now, uh, as some of you know, I had been I was. I still think it was a misdiagnosis of diabetes uh, type two mm-hmm. and been taking my insulin, all my pills and everything, even though I really don't think I have it. I haven't spiked in months. Uh, the highest it's been is like maybe 220. Everything else is well under a hundred or 110 or something like that. But regardless, um, well, one, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, when's, when's the last time you were at 220? That was about three to four weeks ago because think, that that is a spike oh i know i know that's what i said that's the only time it's spiked in like since if, uh march gotcha well it just means you you've got a control of it yeah that means because if you weren't diabetic you couldn't go that high you just couldn't i mean you 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 well your body wouldn't allow it because it has enough insulin to combat it Oh, you okay. had that, so that's that's what that means. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I just I just feel like it's it's reversing it. So because I think it was uh, steroid you can, steroid induced. Well, you know, here's the here's the thing with diabetes, you can get it once you get it. You've got it. You can virtually make it go away and bring it down to where you don't even have to take medication. But right. the minute you start slipping, it's back with a vengeance because for, you know Wayne's on the needle. Wayne takes you know, uh, and he was able to get to the point where he didn't even have to take uh his metformin and no no shots no nothing but wow. then you know then he you know he slipped up and he's back on it yeah. uh had a couple so, gallons of juice and pop yeah, <laughs> yeah and stop exercising or stop you know managing it but um all that means is the fact that you it seems like you don't have an issue is because you don't have an issue because you are controlling it yeah so go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I, just no, had to, I just had to clarify for anyone listening. Yeah, and the doctors are like amazed at how quickly it's it, it, it leveled out. I mean, they asked me if I'm doing anything different, and I'm like, actually, I'm not. I I think it was the fact that that night I I was really hungry, but I couldn't eat, so I drank like God, one of those big things of sun kissed and water. It was thirsty, and I was on steroids for like three straight weeks, and my pain i just think it all added up but uh one night it it was starting to sink and it sunk really low and it was like god at like maybe 30 oh that's so dangerous 27 30 uh-huh. and i was so new to diabetes i didn't think anything of it and plus i was tired i hadn't slept in like three days and i just went to sleep I was like, oh my it. god. Yeah, I did. I just <laughs> oh, I just passed out. No. I was like, I looked at it after I scanned it, and it was like at 30 or yeah, like 30. And I was like, fuck it, I'm too tired to do anything. And I and I put the thing down and I just went to sleep. The oh, next Jesus. thing I know, I'm and I shit you not, I either was that was either dying or I stepped through the looking glass. One of the two things happened to me because I was in the movie theater on uh, on a, in, in Milwaukee that I used to work at. Now, when I worked there for about I worked there for about four or five years, and 
I honestly believe those were the happiest times of my life because I had all the friends I needed. I was still strong and young. I could lift, I could run, I could do everything I wanted to do. So I was really happy and I had a job I loved. You know, I loved going to work. So right. I think that overall was as happy as I've ever been. No pain, no nothing. And I looked down and I could actually see my pecs. I was like, oh my God, what, what is this? I haven't seen these in years. You know, they were like, they were obstructing my view. It's like, what the fuck? My pecs are back. How is this possible? So you never saw me when I had, when I was like that. No, I've only saw pictures. Yeah. And I, I mean, I could literally see them and I was like, oh my God, they're there. And I could smell the popcorn. I could touch, I touched the counter and it was real. I saw the little dust buster vacuum cleaner in the corner that was dirty. And I saw a guy I used to work with. We talked for a second and I was like, what is happening right now? I saw people in the movie theater talking and, you know, the posters on the wall. And I was like, what is going on here? Uh, let me see if this key works to the door. So I went to the door and I could feel the door and I opened it. And I was like, huh, where's my car? Now, at that time, I believe I was driving my 82 Chrysler LeBaron, my luxury car from 1982. And uh, I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, that's my car. What the hell? I haven't seen this car in 20 something years. Why is it? And I was like, okay, well, and I told my friend that I saw, I was like, here, take the keys. I'm going to take a quick break and drive my car for a second. He's like, yeah, whatever. So I, I go to my car and I got this feeling that if I drive off in this car, I'm not coming back. Now, all of a sudden, and this is where it got really odd besides what's happened so far. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of baby ducks started running at me and it started to rain a little bit. Now I could feel the rain. I could smell the rain, but they started to run at me and I got distracted. I was like, what the fuck? Are Why are these ducks running at me? And they were quacking. They were running right at me. And then I woke up, I checked my, 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 my sugar again, dude, it was like at 15. So, yeah. I, I went in and got something to eat and I, and I got better, but I honestly believe that I was dying. And when I had that moment, that experience, and I've told a bunch of people this, that if that's what happens when you die, there ain't nothing to worry about. It is a smooth transition from this to that. It just, it just will be. It'll be just smooth as butter. You won't even know it. You'll just well, get in your car. You'll just go to a place where you're happy. You'll be like, wow, this is weird. And you'll do something that made you happy. And you'll just fade away. That's what uh, I think is going to happen. Now, I don't know where I would have gone if I had gotten into my car. Because I, always, I believe there's something next. You know, this one guy said that what happens is you relive, you go back and you relive your life, your own life, except you make different choices. And I'm like, well, that doesn't bode well for people who were slaves and you know all that stuff, but whatever. I thought that was stupid. But you know, maybe that is for some people because I was in that spot going to relive that time of my life, and maybe I was gonna go there and start there and then move forward and make different choices than I made this time that first time around. I don't know. But I think the ducks were paying me back, you know, like uh for because I stopped traffic on 217 one day about six years ago. I mean, I backed traffic up for like 10 miles because there were these baby ducks caught on the road. And I stopped my car and got out 
and traffic just backed up, like I said, for about 10 miles. And I scooped up the ducks and put them in a box and put them on the side of the road and then drove off while everybody's honking and cussing at me. Like, look, man, I'm not going to let you guys just drive over a bunch of baby ducks, man. I'm not an animal, okay? I Y'all going to be a little late for wherever you're going. That's fine. And people on the – oh, God, it was awful. People even on the other side of the road going the opposite direction were cussing me out. So I'm thinking maybe that's what was happening. They were like, hey, man, thanks for saving us. Now we're going to save you. I don't know. But it was the realest thing. It was as real as this conversation I'm having with you. I believe it. I've heard stories. I've heard stories of people – you know similar things um you know uh it's very possible uh it's very possible uh you know you were you were close to death dude uh i i uh i had a um i wouldn't call it well i guess it was near death because it was i was close uh the one one of maybe three times in my life after being diagnosed didn't realize I was so low. It was right the first, the, the scariest one that was when, um, when, when Eloise was about, oh, geez, when Eloise was about maybe, yeah, she was a newborn. So she was like six months old, seven months old. I came home from work. Uh, it was back when we lived in Sherwood. And uh, my routine was I'd come home, I'd drop all my stuff, I'd take my meds, then I'd go downstairs and play with her for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I did just that. And, you know, I was, you know, I'm always, it's always a constant battle with, you know, bringing the numbers down and working out and stuff. Right. And uh, so I got home and I checked my blood. Now, can I interrupt for just a second? Now, just for the audience, you have type one which is different than what I have. No, that is not true. I, have oh, I, thought, you, I thought you had type one. I thought you were born no, with it. I was not born with it. Oh, my bad. I Oh, God, I'm an idiot. I always thought you were born with it. That's my fault. No, it's just, it, it just seems like it oh. because it was so deep in my family. I was predisposed oh. because my mom had it. Both, both sides of the, my mom and dad both had it. Both okay. my sisters had it and all of them got it early in life. I was the only. I was the one holdout that didn't. I didn't get it till I was thirty three. Okay, okay, my bad. I, I, I've always. I don't think I ever asked you that. I always assumed it was juvenile diabetes that you were just born with it. I never knew. Oh it was no, type two. never knew that. Okay, oh, continue. Right. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's all right. Um, so I, I, you know, take my meds, not thinking. Um, uh, my, my, um, blood was um, was normal. And uh, I took my meds when I shouldn't have taken them, but I took my meds and I went downstairs to go play with her and I'm on laying, laying her down. You know, she's, she can't walk yet. She's like six, seven months old. She's on her belly. I'm on my belly. We're on the floor in the, in the nursery, just kind of hanging out. She could walk, and... but she could do push-ups because you're so strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was doing. I did a, a hundred push-ups, and she watched. She counted them out. No. <laughs> and, then, and, and then, and then she did hundred and two just to punk you. Oh, I would not doubt it. But uh, so she, um, I'm going to get up to pick her up. We're going to go upstairs, mm. and I go to push myself up like a push-up position, oddly enough, and I can't move. Uh, and I was like. I don't have the strength to push myself up. And I'm like, I must be really tired because uh, I could, you know, I could get myself up and I try again. I can't. And then 
the panic sets in because I don't know what's happening. So I try to just roll to my side and get up. I can't do that. God. And I was like, I, so I was like trying to yell for Heather. I couldn't yell, you know, and then the house in Sherwood was huge. Oh, I remember the everyone's, palatial, palatial everyone's, mansion. It was everyone spread out. So uh-huh. I could, ye- I couldn't yell because no one could hear me. I couldn't uh, yell above a slight whisper. And then I, I was like, and then I start feeling super sleepy, just out of nowhere, just really sleepy. Uh-huh. And, and, um, I, um, I realize I think I'm crashing. I think I think this is it. Um, so I I forgot. I remember I had my phone and I just called the landline. I called the house. I call the house. And I just keep doing it, and then someone answers. I see it's my phone. They ask me, "What? Why are you calling the house?" I said, "Downstairs." That's all I could say was downstairs. Downstairs. And then, and then Heather just raced downstairs. She she kind of had an idea of what was happening. And then she grabs an EpiPen because there's a, I had an EpiPen that had like an emergency boost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, Pulp Fiction style in your heart? Oh, well, not in my heart, but in my side, in my ribs. Oh, that's not dramatic. <laughs> no, but, but still. I'm just saying, that, that would have been more dramatic if she had to like draw something on your chest and then, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm an idiot i know i just that's all i she, saw she she hit me with she hit me with it and then brought me like some peanut butter you want something that's sweet but with some substance like peanut butter orange juice is a good one mm-hmm. that'll bring you up quick and, and she took my uh i was fading so she took my she took my um um my blood and i was 15 yeah so i got home i was normal then i dosed up Took all my shit, which plummeted me. You know, I went from normal to just plummeted, and uh, uh, that was the scariest shit. Uh, one time, I was at home uh, at the at their at you know well, Heather's house now, but our house there, current uh, her current house, and uh, I woke up. I went to bed normal, didn't take anything, or a little less than normal. Got up, and. Um, uh, woke up and went to get up and I couldn't stand. And I was really, really hot and really, really sleepy. Yep. And that, those are those, that's like a telltale sign. It's yep. like just immediately rectify it. But now I always carry those. There's just t- tablets. They're like, they're almost like, uh, you can get them in different flavors. They're almost like a giant. Oh, those glucose tablets? Yeah. I got yeah. Them. I got like, some of those like, too. Yeah. They're like big um, Smarties. Yeah, and those those will bring you up really quick. Yeah, see, and with and with mine, the worst part about mine is, and I remember being when I first got it. I remember my shit was. You remember I told you I think it was like nine eighty or nine ninety, and I couldn't stay awake. But I think I was so in so much pain, I wasn't used to sleeping, which is I think the only reason why I didn't go to sleep is because I hurt so bad I couldn't go to sleep. Right, and if I'd have gone to sleep, I would have I would have probably been in a coma and maybe died. But I couldn't. Yeah, sleep. I could not lay down. And Stephanie was talking to me, and I couldn't. I don't even remember her talking to me much. I remember like one or two words, and then I remember a bunch of white people were in the house, and then that's it. Then I woke up, and I'm in I'm in a Kaiser room, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" He's like, "You almost slipped into a diabetic coma, sir, and uh, you were at nine ninety or eighty, and you almost died." I was like, "Oh shit." But the worst part about that that I wanted to mention about that 
near-death experience was the days after it was the worst part because the pain was still there and it was at like a fucking awful time. The pain was so high, it was ridiculous. And all I kept thinking is I want to go back because I didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. I felt good. And I remember I, I unloaded on Stephanie one night, all my pain, all of my anguish. And I was like, and I kept saying, I want to go home. I want to go back home. Cause that's what I felt like when I was there. I was like, I'm home now. I'm me again. For the first time in five years, I was me. I was big, strong. I could like move cars. You know, I was the fucking silverback gorilla. Some of my friends used to call me. I was that guy again. And damn it, it felt good. Damn it, it felt. And I'm like, and I was like, I want to go back home. I, I, I don't know how I made it from that day to this. I really don't. I don't know how I'm still here. It was, it was one of the most profound. It was part. It no, not one of. The, it was the most profound moment of my life. Was experiencing that because I, I honestly believe I was, I was dying, and I, and my mother tried to tell me I wasn't, that I was just having a, I was in a, you know, a diabetic something. Well, I can't remember what she called it. Um, you know, when it's low, that's a different than when it's when it's when it's high. Um, I can't remember what she called it, but I was like, that's not what happened to me. I I was I was moving to the other to whatever's next, as I always call it. You know, I don't know about heaven, I don't know about hell, I don't know about any of that shit. I just know there's something next, there's something after this. That's all I can tell you. I believe that with all my heart and soul, there's something after this. And I was at that point, and it took me weeks to come down and realize that I'm going to be in this for, for quite a while. And I got to figure out how to live in this. I, I, I was so thankful that Stephanie had all my pain pills and stuff in that gun box in the, in, in, in the, in the bedroom after that moment. I'm so glad that I made her do that because I was in the point where I might've just taken them all and went to sleep just to get yeah. back to the, to the pain free dude. You can't, you, it's, it's what I go through and went through it's like having someone who's never been an alcoholic or a drug addict try to tell you what it's like to be an alcoholic and a drug addict and how to rehab off of it that's mm-hmm. how my pain is it's like unless you've been in this kind of debilitating pain constantly for years you can't tell me anything you just you you just can't cuz you have to be you have to have been in my shoes to understand what I go through every day. Every day is a is, is, is a chore. I can't even clean the kitchen for more than 10 minutes, dude. Before my back's like, nope, you need to sit down. And that's the other thing. I went to uh, this uh, clinic, uh, I think it was two days ago, and they did this electronic, uh, this, like, this electricity uh, induction or conduction thing through my legs to see where I was jammed up. Now, I just had back surgery in May. And it went horrendously bad to alleviate the pinched nerves in the L4, L5. Guess what? L5 on both sides are still pinched and pinched badly. He said he'd never, he said, I have never seen them pinched on both sides before. Never. He said, that doesn't happen. I'm like, so yeah, what I know it do? doesn't happen. So what, so what did they do when they went in then? then I if, don't know what he did or didn't do. All I know is that he fucked up. That's all I know. He who Baggins though fucked up when he operated on me. 
That's all I know. The pain was not this bad before surgery. It was annoying. Mm. Not like this. And to have that, and to have both sides fucked up after surgery to alleviate the pain on both sides? Nah, nah, dude. My toes still feel like there's a there, there's like a there's like a string tied around them. You know how that feels? You know, like when you're like a tourniquet is around my toes. Right, right. Yeah. It's like I don't have feeling on the top of my feet, but they hurt. And it's just, it's constant all day long. And, you know, I, I just have to find a way to make it from, I really just go, uh, you know, hour to hour is how I've been living for the last few months is literally hour to hour. I just look at the clock and go, all right, it's two o'clock. Let's see if we can get to three, three o'clock. Right, let's see if we can get to four. And that's just, that's, that's the only way I can make it, man. So what are they going to do now? What's the move now? Now that I've gotten that induct that conduction or induction, God, I think it's conduction. I'm almost positive it's conduction. Test done. My insurance company will approve a uh, this, this, this bone scan. I think is what they want to do to to really look at the nerves and the and my back in a better way. And they want to do another MRI to make sure. And I'll get that approved too. Another MRI just to take a look at everything and see what he fucked up on. And see if they can fix it. Now I'm not gonna let the dude operate on me again. You know, he's not he's not doing it again. I don't, I don't care if I have to wait another couple months for somebody else's baggage, so it's not touching me again. Man. You know, he's lucky I'm not litigious. You know, I should be suing him for what he for what he did or didn't do. You know, I mean, you know the story where he sent me home and I was back in the hospital like a day and a half later, you know, wishing I had wishing we had a gun in the house. I mean, it was, I couldn't even move, I couldn't move my, I couldn't lift my legs. That's not wow. supposed to happen. You know? No, I was, dude, it was awful. The pain was just, it was unbearable. I didn't wish even Candace Owen to have this kind of pain. That's how bad it was. I didn't even want her to have it. And you know how much I wish she was dead. <laughs> well, then, that makes two of us, actually. Yeah, I, I wish she was dead. That's how much <laughs> I hate her. But I wouldn't want her to suffer like I did. I just wanted to be quick, you know, uh, collateral type. Two to the chest, one to the dome. You know, finish her off quick, and that's it. You know, let Tom pop, 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 you know. Over. See, I want her to suffer. See, I, I, I don't. I just want her gone. I don't, if she's, I just want her gone. Because if she suffers, she can talk more. You know, now if you cut yeah, out her, cut out her but... tongue and, 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 like, paralyze her vocal cords. All right, all right, all right. We're, we're getting deep into weirdness. Let's, let's, let's change right. the subject. Oh, all right, you know what's funny? Uh, before you move on, yeah. I have to do this. It's just I gotta bring it up a little bit. It's a little dark. We just went dark quick. <laughs> so, um, I was on Facebook a little while ago, and uh, Stephanie posted a, a text or a, a post she made uh, a few years ago. Now, for people who don't know, Stephanie was a huge help, and I mean huge. Uh, when it comes to um, when we, we first had Eloise. Mm -hmm. Like, when we first had Eloise, uh, Wayne and Sandy were, they were working, they were uh, doing that school testing that they used to do every, you know, make a little extra money now and again. They, they would do this uh, state-sanctioned school testing. Mm -hmm. So they, they were gone a lot, and Heather re-entered work. Uh, and so Eloise was a little less than a year old, like 10, 11 months old, or uh, maybe a year. And Stephanie would come three days a week 
which from where you guys used to live to Sherwood, that's a it's about forty five minutes, fifty minute drive. I yeah, it, it really is into and, the, into the dark as I used to call it. Once you get past uh that gas that last gas station, the lights just there are no more lights when you go out to Sherwood. There's no more lights. It's like well, you, you're, in the, it's, you're, ah! in the, you're in the sticks. Yeah, I, first time I did, I was terrified. I was like, I, I think I drove those curves at like ten miles an hour the first time I went out there. Oh. I was like, I'm gonna die. This is where I die. I was like, I'm gonna oh, get God. by I'm some so used, I'm gonna die. I'm so, so used to it. I could do it in my sleep. Well, I got to that point where I could do, do like 35, 40 going through. I just didn't want to go any faster because I didn't want to run into Heather's tree. But regard, I'm yeah. sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. But um, uh, you know, she'd come out there and she'd watch Eloise while I slept from the hours between I slept and Heather got home, so I could, uh, you know, so we could function. So she was, she was. She did that for about a like a year and a half. It was she was instrumental. It was a huge help. So, um, so that's who Stephanie is. But so this was this uh, Heather had, had said something, uh, said something about Eloise. This is when we moved to the other house. So Eloise is probably three at the time, mm-hmm. and Stephanie would still do this on occasion, so I could sleep when we didn't have childcare. And uh, she must have posted when she was sleeping or just woke up. But it, it was so funny. I had posted, I had posted, uh, reposted it, and uh, I kept it in my phone for years because it was just so funny because she sounded like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, I, I, anyway, it came up as a Facebook memory uh, uh, after she had posted it. It came up on my, in my feed as a Facebook memory. So uh, I'm going to read it probably the way she was saying it, but I'm reading it verbatim. I'm literally looking at it as I read it. Okay. I don't know what the conversation was. It was about Eloise, but this is what she, <laughs> this is what your wife said. She sounds either drunk or, uh, 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 well, here it is. There's always at least one traumatizing in dreams, every child's life, because it's the way, because it's this way, hopefully you got in the way, at least make some new friends. Wow. And of course she's a freaking genius. Aren't all children talk to the geniuses? I'm glad everything turned out. Okay. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, did you hit your head? I mean, what the fuck was that? Uh... Ooh, it was gibberish. Uh, <laughs> I I wish I had uh, I wish I had uh, screenshot more of it because it was you know it was like other comments were like what <laughs> with like hands pointing up to the previous comment like what what is she talking about yeah my favorite is because uh, a little fucked up but okay uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> my favorite my favorite one was. Because it's this way, hopefully you got in the way and at least make some new friends. What? <laughs> it's like, I would just be like, I don't even know what you're saying. You're just saying words at this point. Yeah. It would have been better if you just started making up words. You know. Oh my god! I just thought it was the funniest shit. That's that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> now, all right. I want to talk about this movie. I'm. I didn't get it. I didn't have got a chance to watch. I've been trying to just. I don't. I don't have the focus. I'm, all I'm trying to do is make it to tomorrow when I get my pain medicine refilled. So I haven't watched it yet, but I have high hopes for this movie. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm gonna talk about the trailer that I saw, and 
I think even you would appreciate this movie. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Okay. The movie's about a family who's defending their um, uh, store um, and trying to maintain their um, friendships in the community during the LA riots. After Rodney King got beat and he got let and they let him off in you know in Simi Valley and, and all that, they let him go. Well, the police yeah. go. Um, and the movie title <laughs> is called Gook. And I can't wait to watch Gook. Gook is gonna be a fantastic movie because I lived the LA riots. I was there, you know, watching it live on TV. And I think Gook is going to, you know, really, you know, pull is it this all a joke? together. No. No, it's not. It is on Netflix. It is oh, called Oh, came out in 2017. Yeah, there you go. You found it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So, I'll read a I'll read a uh a real synopsis so people can kind of have a ref point of reference. Mm-hmm. Uh two Korean American brothers run a store in LA County. Their friend, black 11-year-old Kamala, drops in and helps. On this day, the Rodney King verdict ignites the 1992 L.A. riots. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, I told you. So, Gook is going to be a great movie. You know, I really think Gook is going to make me, you know, really remember those days. Not necessarily fondly, but just remember those days. And I, I just, I can't wait to see Gook, you know. Gook is going to really... Uh... All right, all right. I think you're just looking for a reason to say it over and over. I was wondering when you are going to stop me. Ease I was up. wondering when you are going to stop me. I got <laughs> I, I got about 10 of them with my little brother before he went, are you done? Are Ease you, up. You, how many times are you going to say that? The you, sound, you sound the like some white guy trying to explain... What do you want from me? You sound like some... Shut up, shut up. <laughs> you sound like some white guy trying to tell me about the movie Boss Nigger. And he's like, "Well, it's the name of the movie. I'm it's Boss Nigger, right? Boss Nigger, Boss Nigger." That's that's funny, dude. I'm sorry, but I if that was a friend of mine, like if Leroy did that, I would laugh hysterically because no. it is the title of the movie, and it is such an excuse to be an asshole. You know, it's like I could I could review that movie seriously and say the name of that movie a thousand times, and no one can get mad because I'm talking about the movie. I really believe, and the reason why I did it, one, is because I, I think the name is hilarious, by the way. And I wonder if these Korean people are trying to do with that name with Gook as we did with Nigger, you know? No, it's and just they're trying to like I'm... make it mainstream to where only they can say it. No, I... no, it's well, just a powerful title. And it draws, I get why they did it, because the same reason Boss Nigger was made. But here, here... It, it draw it, 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 I don't think they're not trying to, I, I'm, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm 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 willing to bet the farm that it's not to like take the word back. I think it's because that word is used towards them a lot in this movie. Right, but here's the thing though. Um, I do know that some Chinese people who were like I think gent millennials or younger were trying to take the word um the you know the C word you use for Chinese people. Um, yeah. And to do with that word what black folks have done with nigga and they, they they had they couldn't get it they couldn't get enough people behind it but they wanted to take the power from it so they would they were like this guy well, had like sure he wanted to put shirts out he wanted to do like what damon wayans wanted to do they wanted to like a, you know uh trademark the word and make shirts and shoes well, and it wasn't it was never gonna happen and that wasn't gonna happen i know but i understand because what he it, was trying to do i do too but the 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 unique the unique um 
not that I really I don't like to use the word and I'll use it with you when I'm like fucking with you and shit, but I don't I don't it's not part of my vernacular. No, and I get it, you know. I mean But I, um but um we have the assist of popular culture. Right. Like people pretty much run as much as people want to deny it well, or not want to admit it, we are popular culture. Yeah, black folks are popular culture. And and it was used in and it, and it which is absorbed by all races. Yes. So by by making by by inserting that into popular culture, you in turn take the word back. Right. To to an extent because if some white person calls me that, it's 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 lights out, Gracie. Right. So <laughs> but um um but to an extent, they took the word back. Now, Chinese people taking back the C word, they don't. They don't have the backing of popular culture to 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 carry that to make it to normalize it. Right. So it was it was doomed from the start. Yeah, they just couldn't get enough people to rally behind them. Right. And like you said about culture, how how Black Americans are the culture. Have you seen on TikTok the tortilla challenge? Have you seen that? That, that yeah. Yet? What is that? I saw people slapping the shit yeah. out of each other, Four and it, black, I was like, I never thought about it. It's like that black. I guess dude, that could hurt. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. It's just. Oh. It, just it just sounds like it does. It really doesn't hurt at all. Okay. Uh, the 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 black dude who who did those videos with his sister. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can get this out of the bottle without touching it. <laughs> those are so that, funny. Yeah, that guy. She, she figures it out. Yeah, when she puts her super super powered glasses on, and all of a sudden, she's when she genius. puts her glasses on, it's a wrap. That's what I mean. <laughs> she's, she's like, "Oh, well, I'll do it as a normal human being." Nope, I'm gonna be Supergirl and put the glasses on. And it was now so funny. Solve anything. Either one of them, because I've, I've, I'm, uh, you know, I only watched. It's, I only recently, and I mean as recently as the uh, last week, uh, uh. Cause I had a TikTok account because like if you would send me stuff, my sister would send me stuff, yeah. Heather would send me stuff, cause Shell would send me stuff. And I got tired of having to open my browser. So I downloaded the app so it would just go directly to there. So I could yep. just tap it and watch it. Easy to open it, right? Yeah. Uh last week is the first time I even used it. I up I inserted some stuff. I think uh one was Eloise making fun of me, it was just funny from last weekend. But um I, so I watched that guy's videos with his yeah. sister with all these challenges. And I remember one time she put her glasses on. He's like, why, why, why are you doing that? Because <laughs> she knew she was about to solve whatever puzzle. It was puzzle, a wrap. It's over when she puts her puzzle, glasses on. Yeah, whatever puzzle he had waiting for. Now, I, at first I thought that was his, I thought that was his daughter because I couldn't tell how old that dude was because, you know, some black yeah. girls age really, really fantastically. So, And then I found out later when his mother showed up, obviously, okay, well, that's, you know, she's like, you know, leave your sister alone or okay, whatever. But yeah. him and four other black kids uh, or youths or young men, whatever you want to call them, started that challenge about four or five months ago. I remember seeing the, the first video that they did. Somehow I caught it. And they would put water in their mouths. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they just started slapping the shit out of each other with tortillas. And I laughed hysterically. Within a week. I shit you not within a week. There must have been a hundred videos of white people doing it. Must yeah. have been a hundred videos. And all I kept thinking is, which one of these white folks is going to get credit for this? That's all I could think of in my head. Which one of them is going to get credit for this? It's like all this, like, remember when TikTok was first a big thing and all those dances people used to do? And that one girl got on Jimmy Fallon doing that dance that that black girl invented? Yeah. 
Yeah. And Fallon was like, oh, shit, she didn't invent this? After she already got on, then he invited the black girl on there to do the dance. And I'm like, you're already fucked up, okay? Well, Jimmy, well, that's not, I don't, no, no, he didn't fuck up. Because okay, his, he his, did, his research staff he fucked did, up. Yeah, his, his staff fucked up, but he made it right. He had the girl who actually did it. The fuck really fucking up is not even acknowledging it, which most people wouldn't. So I'm glad he did acknowledge it. It's such a small thing. I mean, it never should have happened in the first damn place. Well, yeah, but it if really shouldn't. Have. It yeah, just shouldn't have. true. But if if and buts, you know, I I know I know he tried. He did. He did what he thought was right, or his producers did. I don't know who did. I don't. I don't know if they told him to do it or what. You know, kind of like when he had Donald Trump on there and made Donald Trump look like a normal person by mussing his hair and all that shit. So I I I don't I don't know. All I know is it was it was it's, it's something that's been happening to black entertainers since since entertainment became a thing you know a black person will do something and no most people don't like it white person does it all of a sudden it's the greatest thing in the fucking world i mean they even got another elvis presley movie coming out for god's sake oh uh, it's not it's not coming out it's been out oh i'm sorry been out no, uh, and also funny i was with wayne and sandy this weekend uh because eloise is staying up there with them and and uh, she's helping them around the house and stuff. And they're in McMinnville, I thought, right? Yeah, they're in McMinnville. Okay, that's right. That's where they both I just forgot for a second. And you know, I love Wayne and Sandy. Mm-hmm. They're great. They are. They they really they they are good people. I they love are. them. But uh, they, you know, they're 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 kind of out of touch. Um, and I say this because I remember uh, one Christmas we were all at the house. This is probably. See, always 11. She was a baby at the time. So she's probably two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. And Paul and I were talking about music in the kitchen. And he had mentioned Stevie Wonder. And, and, uh, or no, Stevie Wonder was playing in the background. And she's like, who's this? And, and, uh, Paul's like, really? <laughs> this is Stevie Wonder. And she's like, who's he? Wow. And we were like, you two are music teachers. How do you, that's How do right, you not know? How do you not know? So they're just—they're not, they're, you know. So, uh, wait, how do they not know? Who did? Who did they? What? Yeah, did they it, only well, teach that, classical did, music? I mean, what? No, no, they just—I don't know how they don't know. It's, it seems impossible since he—he—he—he yeah. he, 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 he rose to popularity. They're the same. Age. That's what I mean. He rose. They, they, he rose to popularity when they were coming up. How white of a school did you have to go to? To not know who Stevie Wonder was. Okay, yeah, I get it. That's not the point. That's no, not the I know point. that's not the point. I'm, I'm just, I'm stuck on that. I, I don't... I, I, get past it because that's not where we're going. I know it's crazy. Oh, but, that um, my head. But um, my point is, uh, they're, you know, that they're very disconnected. So when, when I was over there last weekend, uh, and they mentioned like we were all gonna hang, we all had dinner together, and they're like, you want to go to a movie? Now we have totally different tastes in movies, and they. They are the breeders of Heather, who is who cannot handle anything. This is very milk toast. It's got to be very middle of the road, not offensive, because they their sensibilities cannot handle it. Oh, a perfect example. Uh, I don't know. You probably never seen it. But you've, you've heard of the movie Slumdog Millionaire, right? Yeah, I didn't want to watch that, but I know it's a great know. movie. I'm sure it's it one is. of those movies. It's one of those movies you don't think you're gonna like, and you end up thinking, "Wow, that was a really good movie." Yeah, well, I'm not gonna comment. So keep going. I know, yeah, you racist, goddamn racist. <laughs> I, anyway, at least, at least I own it. At least I own it. 
Well, it doesn't make it right. Anyway. I, I own it though. <laughs> anyway, uh there's a scene when one of this guy this young guy is being questioned by the police, and every time he tells them something they don't want to hear, even though it's the truth, they just punch him in the face. And this goes on for about 30 seconds. Uh-huh. That's about let's say less than a minute of this entire two plus hour movie. Okay. They walked out during that scene because it was too violent for them. Oh, for the love of God. Okay. Okay. So now you see where now now you see where the bar is. Wow. Now they asked me, Do you want to go to a movie? I'm thinking, wow, they never want to go to a movie, especially when I'm involved because they know what I watch. <laughs> yeah. And um and um I was like, what did you guys want to see? Even though they did go see Uncharted and they like that. Which was kind of weird, but um, well, that's more action than violent. I think. That's I very have. true. Yeah. So but um, um, they're like, "Well, we want to see the new Elvis movie," uh-uh. and it's like, "Have you seen it?" And I was like, "No." Now I didn't want to get into. Well, I don't want to watch a a new version of of rewriting history above this fucking thief that uh-huh. or that that didn't want to acknowledge where he got his style from. Exactly. They call him the king of rock and roll, but yet there's a Chuck Berry and uh, Little uh, Richard, Little you know. Richard that did this shit ten years before him. Big yet Mama he's Thornton. the king, though. But he imitates their style, and he's the king of get the fuck out of here. Exactly. So I don't want to. I don't want to watch. And then just by looking at the trailer, the you know they they like eluded in the trailer. I haven't watched the movie, so I can't speak on it entirely. But in the trailer, it alludes to like he has a problem with not acknowledging. Some of the black people yeah, around that's rewriting. Him. That's not. That's a fucking rewriting of yep. history. So that's I don't. I have less than zero interest in watching it. But I don't want to get into it with them because they wouldn't understand. And right. if they, I just. It was just a nice day. I didn't want to bring it down with facts. <laughs> <laughs> I will argue about the facts later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank God we we couldn't. Uh, Thank God we couldn't find a showtime that worked for everybody, so we didn't go. But uh, I, yeah, it, it's just it's just it's just part of U.S. history. Take something that someone else does, yeah. White fight, and and this is not a fuck whitey episode, but you know, it's just just you guys are the best at doing this shit. Well, it's like it's, <laughs> it's like it's like Tarzan. Every five to ten, fifteen years, another Tarzan movie comes out. It's like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I, I, I was about to admit that I saw that trailer, and what did I say? I said, oh, I, it looks, see it. I said it looks beautiful, and it did. the The way they shot it, the the the, uh, the it just, it looked fantastic. Now well, I'm sure now I I'm fucking sure. hate Tarzan. I hate the concept of Tarzan. The guy who wrote Tarzan never even was never even set foot in Africa. Which a lot of people don't even realize. He never even set foot there. So, why do we keep making movies about this cat? Let it go. It, 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 just, just let that shit go. Stop making movies about him. You know, I don't want to hear no more about John Wayne. I don't want to hear no more about Elvis Presley. Just let them, let their work stand for what it was and let them just be in the past. Can we move past these fucks? And all that is is is, is going to connect all the way back to the to those TikTok challenges. Black folks on TikTok, on Black TikTok, and that's actually a thing which I didn't realize it actually was like Black Twitter. Right. Um, well, because they, they were stopped, they were stopped putting it. They were making these rooms for people who don't know in TikTok where just Black folks can be in and talk. 
and do their challenges and stuff because they were tired of white folks right. taking the challenge, going viral, and making money off of it. Yep, and that's and that's why they 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 did that. And I remember when that dan that girl stole that dance and she ended up getting millions of followers and making that stush on Jimmy Fallon. I remember black folks as a whole, and I mean, this is one of the first times you've seen a group of people besides Jewish people, you know, unite as a, as a, as a, as a front, you know, be, I mean, all hands on deck type thing. And they stopped doing dances for almost, I think it was almost six months. No more dance challenges, no more nothing. They said, we're done with this shit. And sadly enough, there were no more dance challenges on TikTok for about six months. And yeah. the news caught on to it. And some of those white influencers were like talking about how, well, you know, we learned our lesson, you know, we'll give credit to those people. And I'm like, I don't understand how that was a lesson you needed to learn. How do you not credit someone for doing something that you're going to make money off of? Now, if you steal Bill Burr's joke and it's like told in a, in a room full of people and you're not getting paid for it, you don't have to credit Bill Burr. But if you step on stage where they're giving you money, you better goddamn uh, uh, say Bill Burr said this. And I agree or disagree. You better you better acknowledge that he gave you this, you know. But yeah. if there's no money involved and no prestige or fame, eh, steal away. But if it's money involved, you better do what's right and acknowledge that this is where you got that from. But they don't. They never do. They never do. You know. I read an article once where they said that uh, you know who Thomas Lattimore is right. Thomas Lattimore. I no. think it's Thomas Lattimore. He's the guy who worked with Einstein on um, on the light bulb. Oh. Not Einstein. Uh, Edison. No, sorry. Edison. Edison. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. I sorry, knew that's, you that's my bad. That's my okay. bad. Okay. Uh, they worked in the same lab, and there's there are there are rumors, <laughs> even even back then, that Lattimore actually invented the light bulb, <laughs> and oh, Edison really? stole it from him, and and just took it from him. Just took it from him. Now, he did invent the filament that goes inside the light bulb. Now, he got credit for that so it doesn't burn up and set everything on fire. But the actual light bulb, they say he invented it and Edison just stole it. Edison is known for is known in the scientific world as, as, as a big-time thief. Big-time. It's like some people think that... Um, and I don't know. I don't buy this because I, I, just, I, just, I just think I, I, I believe in, in, in the history on this guy. But... Um, they think Albert Einstein was a thief. How? Here's how. If you look at when he wrote his papers, he wrote three, I think it was three papers, big ones. He didn't write anything before. He didn't write anything after. But three big papers he wrote, uh, what was I think called the theory, of the, the theory of Relativity, and I can't remember the other two. But he worked in the patent house at that time. And some people say that because he didn't have anything before, or anything after, that there's a real possibility that he stole it from somebody who worked at, who, who tried to patent these particular theories. But where's the proof that he stole it from someone? It, it, right from what everything I've, and that's why I said I don't believe it. You know, because I can't find any concrete. You know, like someone who said they saw him take it. It's more rumor and innuendo. But here's the thing: I wouldn't put it past somebody to do that. So am I going to dismiss it 100%? No. Am I going to dismiss it 95%? Yes. But there is a 5% shot that he did do that because he worked around all that stuff. He was there in that office for, for years. And I'm like, well, maybe he did take it. I don't know. 
But I don't think so. I mean, we've talked about him with reverence for so long that you know it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around that that he did that. It just it just is. But there is that possibility that he's he was just a thief. Well, you know, he just I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so because there's no one, no one has come forward to dispute his uh, theory of relativity. No one. But that's what I mean. Not one. And you know, I, I I don't buy that one. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm I don't. Not, I don't. Like I, I said, I'm 95 percent convinced that he that he was as smart as they said he was in mathematics, and that he did that. So I'm not. Okay, saying plus, he, he had all the characteristics of someone like that. That kind of brain. He always wore. He you know only only had one suit, one style that he wore because he was always all the other characteristics about him that are undisputed point yes. towards genius he had and on a women too boy oh, oh yeah that, that, that yeah, was that's, a play boy yeah, they all are kind of like that elon musk yeah. is like that uh even even what's his name um the one who passed away a little while ago um believe it or not he had a lot of women um the guy was all twisted up who stephen hawkins yes yeah, he had right. a lot those, those a bitches of a definition of gold diggers because there's nothing to touch, nothing to look at with him. He's nothing but a brain, but I guess that's who they were in love with. His brain. He had a lot of women, dude. Oh, maybe l- 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 look it up. Well, I, I will because I also, since we're talking about great, great people, great men who had women, like Martin Luther King, he, yeah. he had yeah, a lot too. Oh, many women. He and I remember these out. two, these two. Did I send you that video? Those two black women. It's like I have a dream and a boner. <laughs> and a threesome coming to me tonight, baby. Who said he wasn't a Terrible. great man because he cheated on his wife? And I'm like, my God, the man was assassinated fighting for the freedom that we have now of equality. And you're going to hold the fact that he cheated on his wife who didn't leave him and say that he's not great because of that? No, that's stupid. I just went like, what is hey, wrong you, with you people? People aren't black and white. I mean, everyone's every, everyone has the good and the bad. I mean, I like to but, think I'm a good guy, but I I'm not I'm not you know. Oh, well, you're right. No one's person. perfect, but I don't think that. And and I and I and I'm not the type that would do this, but I honestly don't think cheating on your wife should be the black mark that makes takes away all of every all of everything all that you've accomplished. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't because that's a personal thing. That is, and you plus you didn't break a law, you know, you didn't abuse anybody. Well, it's more looked at as a character flaw, and it puts your character in question. And people tend to lump up your character with your ambition. And because, you know, you can have, they can be separate. You can be very ambitious and a genius and kind of a shitty person when it comes to relationships. It's just as a, the two can exist. Yeah. But people know, tend to lump them all in one. And especially if you're great at something. And I mean, great to the level that the world recognizes it. Woody people Allen. tend, people tend, <laughs> yeah, people, well, yeah, people tend to put you on this pedestal, uh, like you're like you're a deity, and it's just it's just hero worship, run amok is what it is. And you see, Elon Musk's father just had a baby. His, I think it was his second baby with his stepdaughter. Yeah, I saw that. That's Woody Allen. I mean, that, that's some nasty shit. And I was like, why would you do that? Of all the women you could have your hands on, bro, you 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 put your hands on your stepdaughter. Well, as much as we love Morgan Freeman, he did the same thing. His step granddaughter. Now was that? Yeah, I, I thought was it his step because I thought that girl was blood related to him. Uh, she may be. I thought it was 
it, it was a it's a granddaughter i i can't yeah. remember if it was by marriage all i do know even if it wasn't but it, it was someone that he's known since birth i know that much that's since nasty. birth yeah that's nasty dude i don't so even if they weren't related what the fuck are you doing you know what yeah. i mean no you're absolutely right dude oh and uh let me tell you about i, I don't know if i ever told you um Oh, and remember when we talked about outdoor school and all that and how I, I said I was responsible for it getting canceled? My mother was like, you misheard me all those years ago when we talked about it. She's like, I did sue, but it got, the funding got taken away or something like that. It wasn't because of what I, what you did or I did that got it canceled. And I was like, oh, I thought for years that I did that. I've been yeah, dude, that that's a for, podcast. For God, that, years. That was an episode from, fuck, we lived at the house on Barnes Road when we yeah. talked about that. So and that's I like remember, five years ago, six years ago. That was a long time ago. And I remember talking about it. And she was like, no, 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 no. You misheard me. I It wasn't you personally. But, you know, you did kind of start the ball rolling. But you really didn't have much to do with them canceling outdoor school. It was just kind of like they ran out of funding. And a lot of people just didn't want to do it anymore. So, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. I thought you were pretty much embellishing, also, <laughs> or, well, or exaggerating, I, exaggerating. It, the thing is, I I was, but didn't know I was. Right. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where it's like you hear someone say something that you trust implicitly, and then you just repeat it, but you misheard what they said. Yeah, you just misremembered. <laughs> you know? I get yeah, it. I completely misremembered, and I, I just thought about that because I was going to tell a story from outdoor school. That I wanted to correct that and go like, no, I didn't do that. But I remember this dude named Marvin. <laughs> we were walking, uh, we were walking on some on this trail, and he had been bitching the entire day about how he wanted to go home. Marvin was this big fat kid. I'll never forget him. Aren't they all? Yeah, all Marvin's he was, big fat kids. Yeah, he was big. He was sixth grade. He's big fat. He was mean. I liked Marvin. Marvin was cool, cool people to me. So I liked him. And he said, "Man, man, Sale, man, I'm tired of all this shit. Man, all these bugs, all this." Dirt. I'm tired of shit, man. I'm going home. I'm gonna see you in school, man. And, and you know, whenever I get back there, man, I was like, whenever you get back there, man, we're you know, it's it's Tuesday. We're gonna leave on on on, on Saturday. You know, we'll be back in school on Monday. What are you talking about? He said, man, I just don't know when they're gonna let me back in school. I was like, because I'm going home today. How? How are you gonna get home, Marvin? And so we started to walk, and we got to this little creek, <laughs> and he said, yeah, I'm going home, man. I'll catch you at school. You know, when I see you, man. Marvin grabbed this little white kid and put his head under the water and started to drown him. And oh he tried my to drown God. him. And the people had to pull him off. And when they pulled him off, they kicked him. <laughs> and Marvin's like, all right, Marcel, I'll see you at school. And they kicked him out. And I remember going, I don't want to be here either, but I'm not going to attempt to murder somebody to go home. I mean, he tried to drown oh somebody to God. go home. This is a sixth grader. I, I, and you know, the thing is, the way it happened to this day makes me laugh. The kid kind of, was never in danger, but the way he did, he said, all right, man, I'm out. And just yeah, he, just, he just forced their hand to kick yeah. him out. He said, you're it's, going to send me home. Okay? It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of, um, remember, remember, you ever seen Platoon? Yes. But a while, uh, yes. Uh, wasn't Keith, I think it was Keith David's character. Well, one of the characters just like had it with being in Vietnam and they're and they were just told they had to do another tour and they're like, no, nah, not today. And he like shoots himself in the leg. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, guess I can't go. I'm, I'm wounded. You see, I can't so go. I had to take a take a helicopter home. 
Yeah, I mean, but this it was it was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. He just said, "I'm out." I started drowning this kid. It's <laughs> like it still makes me laugh, and I cannot understand why I laugh every time I think of what he did. It's it just, it's just. I plus I knew that kid wasn't it. He wasn't going to kill that kid. You know, I mean, no. there were there were grown ups around that wasn't going to let him. He's a sixth grader. You can just grab a sixth grader by the back of their neck and pick him up. You know, they're still kids for God's sake. So kid wasn't in trouble, but just the way that kid came out of the water, eyes bugged, you know, spitting water out, and Marvin's just happy as hell, smiling for the first time to the, to the entire day, and he knows he's going home. And I didn't see it for a week. He got suspended for a week. You know, I mean, you try to murder somebody, you know, you should at least get a week's suspension, and he did. And uh, came back to school. He's like, man, told you I was going home. First thing he said to me, told you I was going home. I was like, he tried to kill somebody, man. Ah, he was fine. <laughs> and we just went about our day. Just went oh, about our day. And something else I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, we're gonna we're getting close to the edge here, so I gotta get through these topics. Uh, I sent you a video of uh, Sesame Place, that Sesame Street themed amusement park in Philadelphia. I I saw that, and. Uh, it's fucking infuriating to me. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, there's a, and it was, there's more than one video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw one and then there's like five more that popped up um, of Sesame. There's a place called Sesame place in Philadelphia. Um, uh, they have like this parade, just like you know, Disneyland has a parade and whatever places have a parade, and all these Sesame Street characters are walking through and giving kids high fives, hugs, and dancing and all that shit. Uh, there's one video showed these two little black girls excited to see um this, this character Rosita, mm-hmm. and uh uh they held their hands out. The little girl, the the Rosita person in the suit is this little white girl like a few feet in front of the black girls he, he she gives her a big hug and these two little black girls are jumping up and down and ready to get a hug or a high five or anything and uh the rosita character literally shakes her head no and walks away one little girl starts crying now that was pretty shitty and it was pretty obvious it was because they're black girls and now you could say, oh, they just didn't want to do this or whatever, and it's not a racial thing. Then you see like two, three, four other videos of different people during that same parade and it happening again and again and again. Acknowledging the white kids, ignoring the black kids. So uh, Kelly Rowland from, you know, Destiny's Child, she made a post and let all her followers know she's like 14 million followers to just ban this place. Don't give them any of your money. Don't go. They issued issued an apology uh, today, yesterday or today. But fuck them. Yeah. Too little too late. Yeah, too Too little too late. late. I should have never happened after the first time. That first time it happened, that person should have been fired. Not talked to. You fire them. I mean, you don't get talking to. I know we're in that age of paperwork and shit, but that's egregious. That is like that is that is instant termination. And it's yeah. not an isolated incident, right? It's some it's a pattern. Yeah, it's like they're telling these people to do that. Yeah, I'm looking at the article right now. Kelly Rowland, five point five million uh, views on her repost. 
uh, talking about, yeah, just 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 keep keep your money. And that is how black folks need to need to protest. Don't spend any more money on this thing and don't get well, the message real quick. And money talks. And I know why yes. people don't do it often. Uh, I like to always go to, you know, the famous civil rights, you know, when when Rosa Parks got in the back of the, you know, didn't want to get in the back of the bus. Yeah, that was a big monumental moment. But you know what really turned things around? Yep. When black folks united. I haven't seen them disunited since. Well, I haven't. I wasn't there. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, black people refused to use the bus system. They would carpool. They would walk. They would just find another way to get to work. Would not use the bus. Uh-huh. And people would band together. They made uh, carpools for people they didn't even know and took them to work. Because... Uh, they were just like until the bus until the state you know changes things we're not using it and they lost the bus this you know the transit uh, public transportation lost so much money because mm-hmm. black people weren't using it literally over a month 30 like a little over 30 days later they made the they changed it yep. changed the laws Money talks. I said, I keep telling people, man, money, 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 money. Don't you go to a restaurant, they don't serve you or they treat you like shit. Just pay your bill and get it on video, post it, and try to get as many people as you can to to, to not go there. And guess what? Problem will be fixed. I guarantee it. You don't have to be out in front of their business throwing your signs around because they can ignore that. They really can't. And also, there are enough people who hate protesters anyway that that might get more business to them. You, you never you never know how it's going to work out. Right. But money talks, man. Just don't buy it. You know, I, I, I don't understand that. You know, and, and, and anyway, I, I saw that story on, uh, on uh, this white dude's page. He's got this huge, long beard. He's got like 8 million subscribers and he talks about social issues and he works in Hollywood. I can't, I'll send you his, his uh, face and stuff. Maybe you know who this guy is. I've never heard of this dude at all. Okay. But um, he, he brings up stuff like that and he brought it up. And since he's got 5 million subscribers, man, or followers, and the man's got a lot of clout. I mean, he's gotten police officers fired. That's how oh, much clout cool. he's had. He has gotten cops fired. And when, when he gets you, when he, when you get in between his crosshairs, Buddy, your life's about to change. <laughs> your <laughs> life is about to change if you get into his crosshairs. He gets tagged with videos all the time, and he just picks them, and he talks about them for you know, three minutes, and somebody's in trouble. Now, somebody's going to be arrested, fired. <laughs> it, is, it is amazing what this guy does. And I can't even remember his fucking name, but I know his face. I'll send it to you, though. All right. Now... What do you think of Vince McMahon, dude? Are you surprised? Uh, am I surprised for what? I, I haven't been up to current events on Vince. Oh. I heard he was retiring finally. Yeah, he was getting fired. Oh, forced, forced out, fired, removed, booted. Uh, well, they they caught up with him. They found his his, his asshole has finally caught up with him. He um uh, he's been paying women for the better part of twenty years. Well, it's probably, I know it's been longer than that. Uh, you know, to fuck him, and if they don't fuck him. Here, sign this NDA, and here's some money. And the board found out about one $3 million payment. And uh, next thing you know, it's up to $20 million in payments. That's Holy the thing they found. Yeah, and it's over, I think, six or seven girls. One of them is, uh, let's see, they think it's Jackie G- Gata, Don Marie, and Christy Hemi 
are three of the most Christy recent. Hemi, really? Yeah, the three of the most uh recent ones because uh Christy Hemi, I remember I was watching it during that time when Christy Hemi got pushed up the ladder for no good reason and yeah. was fighting for the title at WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden she vanished. And that was because she wouldn't suck Vince's dick anymore. And uh Vince booted her. And Johnny Laranitis uh, got one of them the same way. And so they've uh, they've kind of removed him. Stephanie's the CEO now. Yeah. Uh, so, is, uh, so is Triple H still working there? He's still but... working there, but Vince took it, took NXT from him after it started doing well. That was yeah. a couple years ago. That was kind of fucked up. He Wasn't built, that fucked up? He, 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 made it, he made it profitable. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Go do something else. Yeah. Thank, hey, <laughs> thanks, my son-in-law. I appreciate you all that work, and now I'm going to take it from here and get all the credit. Go fuck yourself. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. And But then again, I don't feel sorry for Hunter because Hunter's always been uh, that dude who's always trying to find the next way up. Oh and yeah, know, yeah. You know, I get, so I get it. you married Vince. I mean, he, that family. He, this is what yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, she's her, she's an adult. She make her own decisions, but I mean, he really fucked over uh, China. I mean, he he did her dirty. Of course he did. They, they did her dirty. Yeah, of course he did. She, China didn't have a chance once uh, Triple H and, and uh, Stephanie got together. Yeah. Now maybe if China had taken it better and in stride, you know, like well, whatever and whatever it. She might have survived it, but she was pissed and went to fans because she actually, from what I heard, loved Hunter. She did. She and did. Hunter broke her, literally broke her heart and her spirit with what he did. Yeah. Because Hunter's cold man, you know, he said in one of his promos, I'll step on anybody's dream to make mine come true. I don't care who you are. And I believe that from, from the heart that that's who he is. You know, if he has to step on his mother's dream to make his come true, I think he'd do it. That's the kind of guy he is, you know. And when Vince took that from him, I almost felt like, well, this is payback for all them dudes you yeah. probably screwed over all these years in wrestling. This is payback, dude. So I don't feel, I'm not, I just said, I don't feel bad for you. Oh, I don't feel bad for him at all. No, he's not just even a, a little bit. He's a colossal asshole. Yeah. And I saw The Rock give uh, a, uh, a happy birthday speech to him. And it looks so disingenuous and forced. Yeah. Because didn't you always feel like they didn't like each other in real life? Didn't oh, you yeah, always get that well, impression? I got the impression because of something The Rock had said years and years ago uh, in passing. Uh, I forgot what the interview was. But he had said, yeah, he gave my dad kind of a hard time. You know, he, he didn't. Yeah, he says my dad probably should have been bigger than he was. I oh, mean, he, was he made some big. He did some big achievements. I mean, first black tag team, first black world champ. But he's like, my dad should have got the push that I got. Yeah, he should have. His dad looked. Look at his dad. I mean, his, his dad, dad looked apart. Like God, yeah. His, his dad, dad looked up in a time where it was a meat and potatoes. You know, big fat dudes were. You know, you didn't have to look like an Adonis in those days, and he did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yeah he did. It's, it was the fact that he was, you know. He Tom, just Joe, wasn't. Joe. He would. He wouldn't do as well. Well, the, the rock. He some said it. He said it's true. I believe him. You know, this is one of the few times I think he was speaking from the heart, and it was true. He's like at the time he wouldn't. You know, he'd be hard to get him over in the southern states and southern territories, and he couldn't have that be the face of the of WWE 
or WWF I, at the time. Uh, I get it. I, I, I get it. It was, it was a shitty business move, but yeah, he didn't have the he courage. Didn't, to he break, didn't have the courage the to break the mold. Right, and that's and that's all it was. He just didn't have the the courage. But also, the Rocket now has five more uh, brothers and sisters now that he just found out about. Did you know that? Yeah, his dad was. Didn't Ain't that a hilarious? He's he got dad, five more now. His dad uh, stayed busy, stayed fucking. Oh wait, oh, you know he was, he was a end. single. He was a, he was the only child. Now he has brothers and sisters. That he never had. That's right. He was an only child. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know his dad. His, you know, they, they assumed. It, I mean, that's what broke his parents up. So his dad was stepping out. But they didn't know he had other kids. Yeah, I, I was stunned at that too. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? He's got five kids. These are all different women. And oh like, yeah. Wow. But then again, I mean, the man's gone at that time. He was literally away from home three hundred days a year. Literally yeah. three hundred days a year. You didn't see him. Did you think he was going to not do something? I mean, at least once or twice? I mean, or five not. times? Or five <laughs> times, you know? And, and I, I read one of the girls said that she kept, she called him twice and he hung up on her twice, uh, the Rock's father. Uh, and I was like, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, he didn't acknowledge you for 53 years. He's older than, than Dwayne. Uh, so, I mean, what did you expect? I mean, I don't. I know you want to be in contact with them, and I know it would be nice to, you know, have the Rock acknowledge you because, you know, I mean, to have a, your brother be, yeah, but Dwayne Johnson time. is fantastic. I mean, that's a brilliant thing. But I wouldn't want nothing from him. I would just like to be able to have a picture with him and be like, that's my brother. That's well, it. You know, I don't want no money. I, from I, him. I can, I can, I can get it though. I mean, if I won a hundred million dollars and it and I was unable to keep it out of the public eye. I'm sure all the cousins that don't call me or mm-hmm. like I, I I turned 50 Friday. I know I'm not gonna get a call from most of them, but if I had a hundred million dollars or fifty million dollars, I bet you I would. Oh, so I get it. Right, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get him not wanting to talk to him because I get it. I don't yeah. even I don't even begrudge him. I because I fucking get it. Now, one more thing. Do you do you do you sympathize with Brittany Griner? I want to get your opinion on that. Brittany Griner. Griner. She's the WNBA basketball player who's trapped in Russia because she brought that she brought drugs in, in into Russia. Well, let's 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 specify what the drugs was. Yeah, I know it was THC for a hookah, and it wasn't that big of a deal, but she broke the law there. I mean, I don't understand why everybody's acting this, like... It, it, okay, I mean, it's totally being politicized because of what's going on in Russia right now. Right. Um, there were vape cartridges. There it is. Cannabis. Yeah, vape, vape, cartridges. vape cartridges. Now, that's... Uh, I I partake, and I think you do too, in, in uh, edibles or, you know, weed of some kind. But if I'm going to a place where it's like, okay, I went to went to Florida last week. Or not last week. What am I saying? Yeah, you're that uh, rich. You hop on a plane and go down there for a weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for <laughs> I, I want to say last year, but it was yeah, in November. And uh, I know it's legal here. It's legal to even take on a plane here. But the, 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 the rule is it may not be where you're going. So mm-hmm. take at your own risk. Even right. though it's legal here, it may not be legal. Now I know it's they don't play that at least yet in or at least then in Florida. So I'm not going to even run the risk. Why? I don't I don't I don't need it. It's not gonna it's not medicine. I mean it is in a way, but you know what I mean. I don't right. it's so if you know they don't play that shit in Russia, 
why would you even fucking bother? I mean, I get it was a tiny amount, which is even more so than why even run the risk? You kind of, I mean, I don't think she, you know, there's no way they would have given her, try to give her 10 years a year ago. Yeah. But what are you fucking doing? What do you think? You know, it's it's just, it's, I don't think she should do 10 years, but I don't have a ton of sympathy because you know, you weren't supposed to take that shit there. Yeah. So why would you fucking do it? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, if you need it that bad, her best bet would have been to get to Russia and have somebody bring it to her. Yeah. Now that's a whole different different worms because that's possession, and they might not even lock her up for that. You know that that's a whole different thing than than taking it across, you know, in a plane to someone else's. Bringing country. it in, yeah, that they could they could get you for distribution, even if it is a little bit for that. And so that's where the problem is. It's not that she had it; she went was on a plane from here to there with it. That's what the problem was, and it's like. I don't feel any type of sympathy for her. Like every like LeBron James, I don't understand why they're doing this to her. Dude, she broke a major law, man. Oh, they're I only they're, but they wouldn't normally wouldn't make a big deal out of this. She's a, a celebrity of uh, uh, you know she's a person of note. Let's say that, and uh, they wouldn't have done this. It's totally being politicized. She wouldn't well, even be really yeah. if any other time she would not even be looking at serious jail time, but. Knowing, but she went when we were, you know, knowing, you know, they were already, Russia was already in the shit when she went down there. So mm-hmm. why would you even complicate things by bringing shit that you know you're not supposed to have there? What is the fucking end game? Yeah. She swears, swears now that it was already in her bag. It very well could have been. It's very possible. I've I, I found twenty bucks in my suitcase when we uh when we went to um we went to Hawaii. I went to I was like I hadn't touched it in months. I opened it up to put stuff in. It's like oh, it's twenty bucks in there. I forgot about. Yeah, so that's good, very po- good day. All right. It's very possible. I you know, but if I'm going to a foreign country, I'm crossing my eyes and dotting my t's. Wait, yeah. I'm dotting my eyes and crossing my crossing teeth. my eyes and dotting my teeth. Wait, hey, no, no, yeah, I was like, wait, well, that doesn't sound right. Uh, um, to make sure I'm not in some kind of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to a foreign country with different rules, and I and and, and plus, I know I use this stuff, so I'm thinking I need to check my bags to see if there's anything in it from my last trip to California or my last trip to Colorado or wherever. There might be some residual shit in there that exactly. I just forgot about. I'm gonna check my bag real quick. And she's like, "Oh shit, there's a couple cards in them. Man, I could have gotten a deep trouble for that. Let me put that over there, and then and then and then go." But she said that she was in a hurry and she packed her bags. And I'm like, you know, I I don't know how much of that I believe because I remember when uh, when 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 Damon got caught um, at the airport with uh, his weed taped to him with tinfoil. Well, yeah, that was that. That's not the. <laughs> that, same. Was, that was that was a cry for help, obviously. But, uh, but that that was back during the jailblazers time. Yeah, they were just doing stupid shit on yeah. top of stupid shit, and they were all doing it. Yeah, they were. They were all just. I re- yeah, I'll never forget fucking what's his name, the one that I fucking hate him. I was so mad at him. Um, oh god, what was his name? Come on, can you name a couple guys on that team? To one. Uh, yeah, give me one second. I'll actually give you names. Um, uh, I can't remember. Uh, when I hear his name, I'll know it. See, there was Greg Anthony was on that team. Uh, I know no. Rod Strickland was on that team. Let me get you the roster here real quick. 
Trailblazer roster. Now, you, you could be talking about Rasheed Wallace. That might be. That's the one. How did fucking, I do that? How did I do that? That fucking idiot. <laughs> How did I do that? God I'm damn. glad he's gone because he was a fucking problem. Uh, but, but I remember he was offered, what was it? Something like $40 million over five years and uh or four years something like that something i think it was something like 10 it equaled up like 10 million a year for for four years i think that's what it was and he's like i can't take that i gotta feed my family oh no okay i know what you're doing you, you're conflating uh two people that was latrell Sprewell, and that was when he was in minnesota thank you yeah latrell Sprewell said i got a family to feed and he loved, i think it was the contract was three years 30 million dollars and Latrell thought he was worth more and didn't understand how he could feed his family off of $30 million a year. So they said, all right, well, go fuck yourself. And Latrell, and Latrell never got another contract a day in his life after that. And he got his boats, his houses, his cars repossessed because he was too stupid to, and didn't buy anything. He was just making payments on everything like a dumbass. And they took everything. Now he's trying to rebuild his life. Uh, and Wallace. Wallace did something similar. So I, I took that story. But Wallace did the same thing. He turned down. A lot of money, yeah, they all because did. he thought he was worth more than what he was. Yep, and I remember I was like, I hope he doesn't take it. I remember talking to Wayne about it, like, I hope he doesn't take it. Fuck That guy, yeah, and he lot, didn't. Yeah, that happens a lot. I mean, a lot of these athletes will do whatever. Well, and here's another thing I was just thinking about this the other day. I was listening to a 30 for 30, mm-hmm. some some 30 for 30s are, are on. I have Sirius uh, XM, so I'll listen to some 30 for 30 sometimes at work, and a lot of times. We're like, why didn't you? Do, you know, I don't, I don't get it. You know, because like, if you make like twenty, thirty million a year, why are you making house payments? Right. But it's they still get paid like we do. It's just a lot more. They get game checks. Yeah, after yeah, every game is when they every, get paid. Yeah, it's every week they get a check. Mm-hmm. So I can see if you have payments for a year. But there's no reason you couldn't buy sell buy your house, buy it off in a year. Yeah, I don't understand. Here's the other thing. If I'm in the NBA, even if I'm the first pick in the draft and I sign a four-year deal, I'm going to do what Michael Thompson did when he was in Portland, is I'm going to live in a hotel, a nice hotel. I'm going to buy my room for the year, and I'm going to live there. They asked him why. He said, well, think about it. I don't have to pay water bill. I don't have to pay my heating bill. I don't have to pay, you know, electricity. I don't have to pay any of that stuff. I don't have to pay insurance for the house. I'm saving a crap ton of money. Also, the one I'm in has a 24-hour uh, place to get something to eat, so I can just go downstairs, have something cooked for me. I go back up to bed. Place I'm at also has a gym. I can go work out. And I'm not going to accumulate a lot of stuff because it's a hotel, and I'm not going to want to accumulate a lot of stuff. And he just laid it down. He said, also, my room is clean when I come in, come home from work. And I got a men on the pillow. And I said, why wouldn't you want to do that? And he said, plus, I don't know if I'm going to get traded from, from week to week. I can get traded at any time. And now I got a house I got to try to sell. And I know he said, no, I'm just staying in a hotel. And he did that for two of his stops. And then when he finally was at the tail end of his career in LA, he bought a house because he knew he wasn't going to play for much longer. He's like, all right, now I can set down some roots. Yeah. If I was single, that's, that's the move. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that brilliant? Isn't that brilliant? Just yeah. get a nice hotel, penthouse, or whatever you can afford, you know, so you're not like with everybody and just live there. It's perfect. It is perfect. They have their own security. You don't have to pay for security. 
You have to pay for anything. There's so many bills you won't have to pay for. You know, they can even upgrade your cable, man, and they might do it for free because you're there. Yeah. You know I mean, there's so much you can save. And he saved a ton of money doing that. And it just makes sense. I don't know why they don't do that. You know, and I also don't know why they buy 40 different cars. It's like, don't you understand this money is not going to last you? Now yeah. it will it will with today's athletes now, like James Harden just turned 32 and he's already worth $500 million liquid. So he can drop whatever he can do whatever he wants to do. Man's gonna yeah. retire in eight years in four or five years as a billionaire. So knock yourself out. How many cars you need? Just buy them. I'm talking about the cash from when we were used who retired with ten million dollars, you know, twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's not enough to be to to, to, to ball out. Well, I thought I thought what's his name did it pretty well. It's his football, but I thought Marshawn Lynch did it pretty well. He's still playing, but uh, yeah, he he did it well. You know, he he did it well. He He hasn't he hasn't he hasn't spent any of his. He's like I haven't spent any of my game money. It just goes into a it goes into wherever he has his money filtered into, and he's like uh, all my all my living is done on endorsement endorsement money he's like my endorsement money is as much as my playing money so one that's how, goes that's how Shaq was yeah Shaq was same way Shaq said he still hadn't spent his uh nba money he lives off all of his endorsements why he endorses 500 products oh the guy has so much he has so many back-end deals with companies yeah that's why he does it he's like he's got a, a lavish lifestyle and he needs to fund it so and he's not gonna spend that money that money's for you know, when he's old and, you know, he says he's not going to give it to his kids, but he will. Yeah. Uh, he, he, Cause he's not that guy, you know, he's not Bill Gates. Well, Bill Gates now is going to do it because his wife threatened to divorce him if he didn't, because they had no prenup. And Bill Gates is like, huh, well, give my kids a couple hundred million or give this bitch 500 million. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give my kids some money. <laughs> Actually, more than that, Bill Gates is worth ninety billion dollars, so forty-five billion dollars. What the hell am I thinking? Well, I, he well uh, he wasn't going to leave them nothing. He said he was going to leave them ten percent of his of his fortune, which I, is still hundreds of millions of dollars. I thought he said he was going to spend it all. No, he did not. He did not say that. Okay, he said he was, gonna, I, that's he said he was leaving his kids ten percent of his of his fortune. Well, whatever and, the number was, his wife said it ain't enough. And, yeah, which is kind of crazy to yeah. think that it's not enough. But he was just trying not to raise assholes. I get it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, but then again, you know, but we're black. And I think that if we had that kind of money, I don't think we would think along those terms about asshole. We would just be thinking that finally we'll have kids and grandkids and great grandkids and great great grandkids that all have a leg up the minute they the minute they're born they'll have advantages that we never had. They won't have to work as hard. They, 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 they'll live better. They'll see the world that we never saw as kids. Oh, yeah, the way I see it. You know what I mean? That money doesn't buy happiness, but it does But it does make a lot of shit easier. Right. Exactly. It does make life a lot easier. People who say, well, if you scan everything, you just give it all away. Yeah, you've never been broke. Exactly. If, if, you, if, you, if, that's, if that's what you say, you've never been broke. Yeah. But it definitely makes things easier. Makes yeah. life a lot easier. It really does. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% right. I, you know, it makes life so much easier. I mean, you don't, it's one less thing to give you a heart attack at 55. Exactly. You know? It's one less thing that if you know your bills are paid for, your baby schooling's paid for, 
I mean, it's just one less thing to bother you, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of these rich folks don't understand that because they haven't had to deal with that, you know, to where their next meal is coming from or to be like 90% of Americans, which are what, two paychecks away from being homeless? Yeah, something like I think that. it's 90% of Americans are two missed paychecks away from being homeless. And that's just, that's a stat that just hurts my heart. You know, when you think about that, man. We're the richest, most prosperous country in the world, and 90% of the people that live here are two paychecks away from living on the street. Yeah. It's nuts. It is. It really is. It's awful. Oh, uh, one more thing. The praying in public. Uh, that, I think, is next on the Supreme Court. I think we'll be doing that pretty soon because they already told that football coach he could pray on the 50-yard line. Yeah, I saw that coming. Which when, is they, when, they, when, when they when they passed that, when they said he can do that, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. The coach shouldn't be allowed to do that because now the coach can say, "Well, if you don't pray with me, you know, I might not have a spot for you on the team." Which is kind of how I felt, which is why I took such an interest in this story when I played for Matt Dishman when I was a little boy, uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Uh, our coach was a reverend, a literal reverend, and he made us pray. And I used to have it memorized, but to start it off with, "Lord, let us be humble and close." as a team, as we go out here to battle together. And I can't remember the rest of it, but we all had to say it. I remember one game, I don't know what bug was up my ass. I was in the seventh grade. I did not want to say it. And I no, was I get it. I, I hate it. I hate that. I, I don't think you should have to. Yeah, I didn't want to. I was like, and it was kind of like, it's kind of like they made us, used to make us do the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance, before. yep. I was like, no, this feels very cultish. It I don't want to do yes. it. I'm glad I'm not the only it. one that felt that, man. I, I remember I, I wouldn't stand one time for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I got kicked out of class. I'm like, I'm not doing this. There's something not, I don't feel right in doing this every day to pledge my allegiance to this country. And yeah. this, was, this was like the 70s. So it's like, it was really radical for a kid to do that. But he, he benched me that game. And I was a starter. And he benched wow. me. Wow. And fuck him. Him and my dad had a nice little discussion. And uh, I got my starting spot back the next game. But my dad told me this. He said, sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do in order to just move on. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to pray with this dude, man. He's like, son, just then just don't say anything. You know, just bow your head. Don't say nothing. Because he, we, we all had to say it in unison. So I would just bow my head and not say nothing. And mm. I, I hate, I, to this day, if I see Booker, I'll I'll tell him, you know, and I've run into him once or twice over the course of my life after that, and I always tell him, I said, I hated you for doing that, for, for forcing your religious beliefs onto me. I hated yeah. you for that. Even as a little boy, I said, I hated you for that. I always knew that that's wrong. You don't force anybody to believe what you believe in. You know, it's just, that's just, that's just, we have freedom of religion here for a reason. Right. You know, for a fucking reason. And despite what some of these conservatives will tell you we are not a christian nation we are a, we are an atheist nation in reality that allows people to be religious <laughs> that's really what we are <laughs> whether you want to believe that or not that's what we are yeah and i hated it i hated that that, that, that time in my life too oh uh, well hey we're gonna we're at the 90 minute mark we're gonna get cut off oh, okay. i have to give a quick review of thor love and thunder oh yeah what was that like I'll just tell you real quick. I'm gonna have to record it separately because we're gonna get kicked out. I'm getting a warning. Well, so, give me um, give me a quick, just real quick, because I got it. Um, is I liked it, not as good as Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is 
it has legit funny moments. I mean, actual like, oh, well, Ragnarok did too, but there's some moments where I'm like, I literally found myself laughing out loud. But that's kind of the problem that I had with it also. Like, once the dust settled and I, um, it seemed to be shortcut by the comedy. I love this new version of Thor. And this mm. one, Taika Waititi really wanted to make an 80s movie. And you could totally tell. I mean, it's so, it's almost Love and Thunder with a little pinch of Flash Gordon. Ooh, okay. It's so colorful and pretty and upbeat and fun. Christian Bale as the God Butcher, though? God damn. Was he good? He's a great villain. Fucking great villain. Okay. okay. And looking too. But I felt some of his villainy was undercut with the comedy. Uh, and that's it's, it's like this one is a little bit more comedy than Ragnarok had. Ragnarok had comedy moments, and then it got to the serious stuff. I mean, and Christian Bale's a sympathetic villain. You see why he is the way he is. Really? Yeah. So he's the hero in his story then. Uh it's all about vengeance to him. But you know what I mean? A great yeah, villain yeah, is yeah, always yeah. a hero in his own story. That's yeah, how you yeah. make a great villain. Yeah. You know, he has to believe that he's, he's layered. He's right. definitely layered. And he had uh a but you know, part of him is uh something took hold of him the 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 sword the the, the what do you call it the necro sword mm-hmm. and it, it already fed what that was in him so he he was he was on this path and only till the you know he, well i'll tell you i don't want to give away the the whole plot of the movie i'll try to make it i try to do these new uh big movies that i see in the theater try to do them spoiler free then do a spoiler one later but it was a lot of um it was a fun movie it was fun when it comes on HBO or Disney Plus, give it a watch. You're gonna like it. Okay, but it is uh, a little, a little, it looks like more of the same. I want a little more of a, you know how when you saw Ragnarok, it was such a turn. You're like, wow, this is yeah, nothing like not, the other. I was not expecting that. It's nothing like the other two movies. Yeah. And Taika Waititi just gives you a little more of Ragnarok, but so you were, you know, if you're waiting, if you're wanting more of a turn, you're not gonna get much more. You're just gonna get more of the same. But it's not bad, and they really handled the Jane Foster stuff really well. Really, was she good as as uh, as the female Thor? Oh yeah, she's the mighty Thor. That's and, right, uh, the mighty Thor. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, but I, I'm, I, you know, I she did. I like Natalie Portman. I always like Natalie Portman. Well, she so was, from the from the professional dude, that's she's that's, awesome. But she's uh, awesome, and she, she does this well, and it takes a turn that you don't really think they were going to take. Beta Ray Bill show up. No, 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 nothing like that. Still haven't done Beta Ray Bill yet. I'm so looking forward to. But uh, this is not Thor's last movie, like I thought. He will return. Oh, I know. They said so. Yeah, yeah, they said so, and at the very end, said Thor will return. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russell Crowe was is like a pretty good at Zeus and a semi uh, racist uh, uh, Greek uh, Greek accent. It was like very Luigi. It was very. <laughs> I was like, man, this is problematic. This is gonna be a problem in a few years. Mario, uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like he was just the spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and matzo, you know, that's Italian, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, hey, hey, hey. it was. He was just a real. He played Zeus as a real kind of a shitty person, as Zeus was more concerned with uh, organizing orgies than he was yeah. like helping. That's what the god. Zeus always was. How many? How many different women did he fuck with a, as a goat or a deer or a rabbit or whatever the fuck he came down as? I mean, yeah, Jesus Christ, man. 
That's what he was. But it was a it was a good one. There's a lot of kids. Uh, what's his name? Son is in this. Um, oh, um, he's oh, uh, because there's a lot of kids that get snatched from the God Butcher to use as a trading leverage. Oh mm-hmm. God, what what's what was Idris Elba's character's name? Oh, uh, uh, Hamdell, 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 so, yeah, something like that. God, yeah, uh, yeah, Heimdell, 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 Heimdell. I knew I was close. Yeah, yeah. His 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 son is in this. Oh, okay. It was kind of cool. It was, and and Thor was he he does kind of another arc of like being a little too arrogant, and you know starts off with him with the um, Guardians. And they can't wait to get rid of him. It was kind of funny. It's it's you know it's a, even it's Drax a wants him gone. Drax loved Thor. Well, what you'll see when okay. you watch. Okay, it, I know see. you. I know you don't like doing that. But okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I tell you if I wasn't recording this, but all right, I got we got to go. I'll give the end of this episode. will have its own separate uh, review of Thor: Love and Thunder. I'll break it down a little more. But uh, next week, folks, I want to do something different, Marcel. Uh, we're gonna have twenty questions. You have twenty questions. It could be anything. And you're going to ask me, and I'm going to have 20 questions I can ask you. It'll be an Ask Me Anything episode. Don't don't get too crazy. Because I want if it gets too crazy, my I ain't going to My God, answer. you sound like my wife. <laughs> Stephanie, but real quick. One day, Stephanie said that when she was really tired, and she wanted me to wake her up for work. She said, you can do anything you, you need to do to get me out of, out, of the, out of the bed. Whatever you need to do. And I went, <laughs> and she was like, damn it, if you throw water on me, if you help me with ice cubes and she ran down all this list of things that I had in my head that I was going to do, you, I will be pissed. I'm like, why would you do that? You said I can do anything. She said, yeah, I know, but you're a fucking child. Yeah. Rationing, yeah. Water on me. I get what she's with cubes. And that's what you just did. I'm, I get where she's coming from. A rational person would do with stuff within reason. You're like <laughs> reason. Let's go beyond that. So yes, no, to see how far we could go. <laughs> no, so we're not going to do that. So next episode, folks, 20 questions. All right. All right. right, um, I'll talk to you later before we get kicked off. Uh, I'll see you next week, folks. We're Black Nerd Radio. Peace. See you.